0: Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Let's continue on with the rest of Scott's Top 24 Outfielders up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBTN5 on Saturday, December 2nd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And we left off on Thursday with the top 12 outfielders. Today we're going to talk about 13 through 24. And the first group includes Adolis Garcia, Michael Harris, Randy Arrozarena, Kyle Schwarber, Christian Yelich, and Nolan Jones. Uh, Some, you know... We spoke about on the full-length podcast, Scott, Adolis Garcia, kind of a hard player to rank, not running as much as he used to. And then, I guess, differently from that is Michael Harris and Randy Rosarena probably going to provide you twenty twenty. Um, so, different skill sets here up top, 13 through uh, 15 in your rankings.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I don't love these players for the most part in, in this stretch of the rankings, and yet I acknowledge... Like given given how bad outfield becomes after this, you 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 kind of have to make yourself love them, you know. You kind of have to see the glass half full for them. So Adolis Garcia, uh, he's basically stopped being a base stealer, and and yet he has uh, kind of solidified his place as a as an elite power hitter. The exit velocities have remained high. His plate discipline has improved a little bit. And uh, and and being in the Rangers lineup does him a lot of favors because the run and RBI totals are going to be great. I would prefer the batting average be of some help, especially since he's not a big base stealer. And and so I wouldn't say I'm enthusiastic about drafting Adolis Garcia here, but I acknowledge this is probably where he needs to go. Uh, similarly. You got Randy Arozarena actually took a step back in stolen bases while the rest of the league took a step forward, and he's not that efficient on the base paths. Had a horrible second half. There are a lot of reasons not to like him. Schwarber, of course, uh, you can't ca- you can't count on him batting even 200. He's going to give you 45 home runs, but uh, batting average is a category that needs to be filled early in roto leagues, and um, he is a huge detriment as far as that goes. You have to you have to really have uh, Feel great about where you are in batting average with your first th- uh, four or five picks for to, to be the one who takes Schwarber here, um, but this is probably where he needs to rank just in terms of overall output. Uh, Christian Yelich has the back issues, not a big power hitter anymore. He did take advantage of the stolen base environment in a way a Randy Arozarena didn't, and so that helps salvage Yelich's fantasy appeal, I think. But it's not like he's Uh, a player who's going to contribute for you across the board. And even Michael Harris, I'm kind of backtracking here. I have Harris 14th, even Michael Harris. I'd love Michael Harris. I think he'd be a cinch top 12 outfielder, except he bats ninth for the Braves. And that kills his run in RBI production. And moreover, I don't think it's going to change whenever, whenever they try Michael Harris anywhere other than the ninth spot, the product, like he doesn't, it, it doesn't seem to go well. It doesn't seem to go well, and so um, it makes them reluctant to try it again. And their lineup is so deep that he kind of works in the ninth spot, giving giving a a, a a a somebody who can be on base ahead of Ronald Acuna batting leadoff. Like he, it, it, it kind of feels like he's stuck there. So that's why even he's discounted a bit for as, as much as I like the profile. We gotta go all the way to number eighteen here, Nolan Jones, to find an outfielder who I'm excited to draft again. And um there's a lot to like about Nolan Jones, who who managed to put together a twenty twenty season, even though um even though he wasn't a regular part of the lineup till like mid season played in only 106 games 2020 season high batting average playing half his games in Colorado strikes out a lot but the eggs exit velocities are incredible and he gets that advantage of the of the uh, thin air environment of course field which helps to boost Babbitt but I, I think I think Nolan Jones is the real deal and I might pass up a lot of these outfielders I rank ahead of him like just wait them out and then be the one who takes Nolan Jones
1: All right, number 19 through 24, we see Josh Lowe, followed by Jazz Chisholm, Brian Reynolds, Spencer Steer, Seiya Suzuki, and George Springer. The two names up at the top here, Scott, Josh Lowe and Jazz Chisholm, I think we have loads of power and speed potential for both of them, but we might have playing time risk for different reasons. Josh Lowe, Mm -hmm. is he going to play against left-handed pitching? We know that this is kind of a thing that the Tampa Bay Rays like to do. And Jazz Chisholm, he's just had trouble staying on the field because of injuries.
0: Yeah, I would say Josh Lowe is another outfielder I'm really excited to draft. So Nolan Jones and Josh Lowe, if I can get one of them as my number two outfielder, that's probably going to happen in a lot of drafts this year. Um, Lowe managed 20 homers, 32 steals, despite not playing against left-handers much. So imagine if he starts playing against left-handers, which... You know the Rays potentially talking about moving Randy Arosarena. Um, they're going to need they're going to be need to find somebody in their lineup that they can kind of build around. And Josh Lowe seems like he could be that guy. Seems like he could up his his playing time substantially, and I really like the skill set for him. The rest is pretty flawed. I, I mean, I'm fine with Ch- Chisholm, Reynolds, Steer. Seiya Suzuki and George bringer I'm fine with them as starters but like it does feel like there's a limit to their upside Chesholm less so because of skills and more because of that substantial injury risk um, say Suzuki took a big step forward in the second half especially like August to September he he performed like a stud and um, that was the hope for him all along and I'm, I'm hoping just he finally achieved a comfort level in the majors that that could carry over to next year but it's a big assumption for a guy who ranks as high as he does uh, again, that's that's you, you kind of have to see the glass half full in this range of the outfield because everybody's vulnerable.
1: As you'll hear very often this off season, outfield it's tough, man. Especially if you play in a five outfielder league. I mean. Lots of names that you need to draft and and not lots of names that we uh, have much confidence in heading into 2024. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye.
0: On May 23rd,